You're listening to The People's Wrestling Podcast with your host, Ali Bunker. Yes, welcome back to The People's Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Ali Bunker, and I am joined this week by Aiden Bunker, as always. Aiden, how are you? I'm okay, thanks. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. A little bit stuffy at the minute. Yeah. And I had a toothache for like the last week. But other than that, things are good. Things are good. Um, on. Yes, we're here in your flat still. It's still standing, so you haven't burned it down yet, so that's good news. I still as if you've been here since the last time. <laughs> I have. I've had such a toothache that I haven't left. Um, How are you finding living on your own? It's all right. Nice good, and quiet. Good insight. Um, <laughs> Matt, you're joining us this week via WhatsApp. How are you? I am good. Still recovering from the weekend. Gonna but say, I am uh, good. Feeling any better since the last time I saw you? Yeah, no, no, I'm feeling a lot better since the last time you saw me, which was me coming out of your toilet just after I've been sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it wasn't the nicest of sounds to wake up to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was too loud. No, you weren't too loud. It's just you can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> you could hear it. Were you upstairs or downstairs? Downstairs. Downstairs. Jesus, how loud were you? <laughs> but no, um, so we had a bit of a heavy night on. Well, it wasn't that heavy. You're just a bit of a lightweight these days, mate, aren't you? Really? <laughs> it's not that again. Anyway, so yeah, Oktoberfest was fun. Um, you know what else was fun? What's that? Probably not Raw or Smackdown much this week. I thought Smackdown was kind of fun. There are elements, I think, and we'll get on to those. But um, part of me thinks like there's going to be an overarching theme of negativity in this episode. And that's just a feeling I've got. Anyway, so... Well, something to be... saying that I'm going to be negative? <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Something to be okay, not fair so... Enough, yeah. uh, You're completely right. <laughs> something to be not so negative about is... Uh, we are currently watching the... Well, on mute anyway, watching the first ever episode of NXT UK. Yeah, I know. Big news, actually. For So this was announced, what, probably four or five days ago now? If that, actually. Yeah, a little while ago. <clears throat> um, just that... You know, the NXT UK brand would have its own weekly show. Um, we knew that the tapings of this were happening a fair amount ago, didn't we? Yeah, a couple of months. Um, but yeah, we just we just stuck it on now. And we're just seeing what Dave Mastiff against someone I don't recognise. Sid Scala. Sid Scala. Uh, Scala. Scala, maybe. Yeah, potentially. Um, but yeah, we're very interested to see what happens with this brand. Because a lot of people would be clamouring for this. A weekly British-based wwe product so if you hear us make any random noises throughout it might be reacting to <laughs> yeah. stuff like this yeah i've not actually had a chance to catch up on like you know what the um matches for this particular show are whether they've announced any in advance or whatever so um they announced yesterday or the day before that well only the main event which is pete dunn defending the title against noam dar oh okay that's an interesting because he won match. he won the noam dar one <laughs> Um, in the UK show a few months ago. Oh right. To determine the one number one contender, so should that be good. He, was that when he returned? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, interesting match. That should be good. Uh, Matt, we know you, you're a big fan of Pete Dunne, aren't you? A big fan. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so yeah, that's good news for the UK-based wrestling fans. Um, perhaps not so much good news then for one particular member of the Raw roster. Um, and I think we may have spoken about it last week, but I'm not sure we knew at that point, actually. Um, Kevin Owens 
who seemingly was written off of TV. It's going to be out till Mania. It'll be out probably past Mania. Well, it's a... (laughs) So he's... I don't want to go to Mania anymore. So he's announced today... Um, with a post on on Twitter that he has had double knee surgery mm. together at the same time, yeah, um, which is brave to me because <laughs> I don't know, like there, there's, it's been very vague as to what the actual injury is, what the severity of it is. Yeah. It's, it's it said that it's knee injuries, um, but nothing, nothing like there's been no details and no part of the knee. And the timescales we've seen so far are pretty broad from four to eight months. So four four months, five, six months could take you up to about, what, February, March? Yeah. So we might be all right. But then there's, you know, that's recovery time. Then there's in-ring, you know, preparedness time. Yeah, but I mean, for, for guys like Kevin Owens who've been doing it forever and so good at what he does, you mm. can't imagine they would need that much. Yeah, I guess so. In terms of, like, to just to get back on it. Obviously, there's the getting the fitness up and... Probably what they would do in the performance centre, but yeah, guys like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, who you would imagine would probably be returning around the same kind of time. Yeah, you might not might not need so much. It might be a nice uh, return on Raw the night after Mania. That would that be, could that be, would good. be good. Um, but I suppose by that time, Sami Zayn would have been gone by what about ten months. Yeah, at that that's point. what I'm thinking. So I'm, I'm assuming he would be back before Kevin Owens. But then they're double, yeah, double Jesus, shoulder, had double surgery. shoulder surgery. Like they, <laughs> Sami had to operations kevin's had two operations their careers are literally always yeah. parallel <laughs> maybe did it on purpose <laughs> you don't, i don't even need the other need yeah. doing but sammy had two surgeries so give one to me yeah so yeah bad news can, for kevin owens because can i just be a little bit critical of um maybe this is america sorry <laughs> to our american listeners critical <laughs> of america in general <laughs> but they don't understand what the world is <laughs> this is a, probably a, a separate point, um, but yeah, I know I know what you're uh, what you're saying. Um, but just back to back to that Kevin Owens thing. It's 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 kind of a very. I don't know whether I'm torn on whether it's a, not that there is ever a good time, but whether it's a good time for this for Kevin Owens or it's a really bad time because well, he come back like refreshed. He was getting a bit like. His storylines were not great, were they? Exactly. So he wasn't really doing anything. They didn't have anything much. of any any value for him. Well, I mean, they, it's it's weird. They kind of started things and then kind of dropped them. So they had the whole, you know, where he quit and then he was back the next week. And then he gave a promo saying that Baron Corbin said he could do whatever the hell he wants to. So that's what he's going to do now. And then he but didn't. He didn't. <laughs> and then he sort of had team with Elias for Super Showdown. But that didn't really come to anything. And then... They are a pair of great guys, to be fair. <laughs> they are really a pair of great guys. guys. That didn't really come to anything. And then um, the incident with Bobby Lashley kind of signalled that we'd be getting some sort of feud. But obviously now we won't. Mm-hmm. Because in that incident, Bobby Lashley essentially turned heel. Uh, and it seemed Kevin Owens perhaps, even though people cheer the hell out of him every week anyway, um, maybe showing some more face-like characteristics um but now he's going to be away for a long time what makes me con- conflicted as to whether it's a good or a bad time is because we had this beat down by lashley who turned him on a process fans are gonna want to see kevin owens when he gets back they're not gonna forget i don't think about what lashley and owens did my concern is that what will happen is kind of what happened when seth rollins came back 
which is he'll just go straight back into his old character. Yeah, that was literally what I was just thinking that he will, he will come back to a great cheer. Yeah, everyone will go nuts, and then the and first thing say, he does will be, or the first thing he does will just be attack the top baby face. Yeah, or he'll say something like, uh, "I had to make my return here in fucking Philadelphia or whatever." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Brooklyn. <laughs> Fuck Brooklyn. Um, hey, yeah, favorite place. So. Again, I'm conflicted as to whether it is a good or bad time. And what what do you guys think? Do you think this maybe is a, a, a sign that Kevin Owens could you know refresh his character, maybe have a fresh start? I think it's a it's it's a bad time in that although uh, towards the last the last part of the summer for me, Raw actually felt quite good and entertaining. It started to slip back into a bit of a lull, mm. and Kevin Owens is always a highlight of most shows he's on. Yeah. Um, so it's a shame in that he'll be both he and Sammy are gone at the same time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we were saying, it's a good, it's a good opportunity to, like you know what they say, um, absence makes the heart grow fonder. They do say that. Um, I don't think my heart can grow any fonder. <laughs> uh. But yeah, so it, it is it is a tough one. I think overall, obviously you never want to see anyone get injured, but. Most people have one big one in their life, and <laughs> and um, I suppose if ever there was a time for Kevin to get injured, it, although it could potentially mean him missing Mania and definitely the Rumble by the looks of things, it's probably now. Yeah, it would be a shame for them not to be KO Mania this year or next year. Yeah, I'm sure he could just bring out a shirt anyway. <laughs> he probably will. He'll <laughs> probably be in Sami Zayn's corner, whatever he does at WrestleMania. Yeah, because that could be a good way to bring him back, have Sami Zayn be beaten down or something like yeah. that. Or if Sami's a heel, then have Sami, um, I don't know, being a twat to someone and uh, <laughs> someone's getting their revenge on him and then Kevin returns. Uh, Didn't he do a thing about a, a, a ring of honour where they, like, he was injured for ages and they pretended to get rid of him, but he'd never left? <laughs> oh, um, Generico, yeah. There's, There's not been any confirmation that people just assume that he's dead <laughs> didn't he go work in an orphanage that's the story in the game wasn't it or in like Mexico or something yeah, in some like South that. American country yeah um, yeah I don't know he's just never been seen since one little fun side note um, I've been playing 2k19 this week I've been playing um, the my career mode mm. and um, without giving away too many spoilers one the part of it, it. <laughs> one part of it is you you get in, you get attacked by a masked wrestler at some point, yeah. and then later on this masked wrestler returns for a shot at yeah, the US title that you have, and you beat him, and then you take the mask off. And you win out. the US title, yeah, really early on, <laughs> um, and then you find out that it's Sami Zayn, and Corey Graves goes, "Oh, what a generic move for Sami Zayn to pull." <laughs> <laughs> uh, silly, 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 Corey, <laughs> silly. Um, how is 2K19 by the way are you liking it I actually do really like it feels a lot more fluid and smooth and, and it's not as slow and boring um, it's always a good trait the I've just I've finished showcase mode with Daniel Bryan's story yeah and of course you did it is mostly accurate quite short I think yeah shorter than the previous showcase well I've only ever played one showcase well he's not had a that long WWE career to be, well um, he has but in bits like so <laughs> In spits, what's the word? What's the saying? Fits and spurts. Don't know. Yeah, we'll just say. Kind <laughs> of. Um, and yeah, I've done a fair amount of the my career mode, and it's pretty interesting. 
you you level up like your attributes go up really slowly. Oh, that's see, that's annoying. See, that really pissed me off last time. There, there's a, a new a new system they've got. It's yeah, like I've a, seen, the yeah. tree system. Yeah, where you choose, pick and choose the attributes and stuff that you increase, but it takes so long. Like, yeah, I, I've I've done so many. I've bought so many of these things, and I'm only ranked like fifth. I'm only fifty seven overall. Really? Um, and I'm I, I was up until recently the US champion defending mm. against like. I defended against Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and um, Bobby Roode in a fatal fort way. Yeah. You have to win to proceed, and it yeah. took me about 10 goes. Oh, really? Because <laughs> like, my stamina's so shit, my health is so shit. Yeah, I don't know I why they like don't two just... reversals at a time. I don't know why they don't just, like, increase the levelling up, so that when you get to the main roster, you're at least a bloody 70-something. Yeah. By the time I won the US Championship after a few weeks on the main roster, I was two points better overall than there was when I started my career in BCW. <laughs> oh, dear. But yeah, it's good. Well, it's, it's pretty entertaining. Baron Blade is back. Yeah, he's the, uh, like, agent, isn't he? He's, like, the owner of BCW or something, or yeah. booker. I never thought I'd, I'd want to see Baron Blade back. He's aged about four <laughs> years. <laughs> in, in, like, four years. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, it's good overall. I would recommend it. Fair enough. I may buy it one day. Usually I get it immediately when it comes out, but I haven't this time. I don't know why. It's the first one I've got in about three years. So it's changed uh, not too much, but at the same time, I've got it out. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Is that you wanting us to move on? Yeah, no, it wasn't. <laughs> but literally for the last five minutes, it's been like there. <laughs> oh, well, at least God. it's gone now, Matt. At least it's gone. Yeah, it's down the open. Um, right then, shall we crack on with, um, well, what was a, a big week for WWE, mainly a big week for SmackDown, with SmackDown 1000, um, but Monday Night Raw, obviously, chronologically speaking, is, is, is first, um, so shall we crack on with Monday Night Raw? No, we're not nameless, we're not faceless, we were born for greatness. We're not nameless, we're not faceless, we were born for greatness. Right, Monday Night Raw then. So this, so Monday Night Raw came from Philly, uh, yeah, Philadelphia, wasn't it? Uh, I've been there. It's a nice place. Um, did you? Have, oh no, I was going to say, did you have a? Uh, I didn't have a Philly cheesesteak, no. No, you just don't like cheese. No, I like I like steak though. <laughs> so, did you like Philly? I liked Philly, yes. Not Philadelphia, the like cream the cheese, because <laughs> that sounds disgusting. Did you go to the stairs? I didn't actually go to Run the, up them. the Rocky Steps, no. I didn't know where they were, and I didn't really have much time. I did go to the Liberty Bell, though, so that was quite cool. That the one with the crack in it? That's got the crack in it, yep. Um, you think they would have fixed it by now, but they haven't. Um, so American to call a bell, like the Liberty yeah. Bell as well, I mean. <laughs> anyway. It's, the ultimate Super lot, Freedom Bell. It's also, yeah. It's also a lot smaller than you'd think, but, you know. Been there. By. Um... So yeah, Raw came from Philly. Started off with a um, what, Dolph Ziggler, Braun Strowman, and Drew McIntyre promo, which you know oh, we kind of get into. The fourth week that they've started with that. It's either them or the Shield, isn't it? Yeah, it's boring me now. Uh, a lot it of people. Boring are, me. It yeah. bored me probably about three weeks ago. Well, a lot of people have been saying the same thing. Like, I think the main issue people had with this week's Raw was that the main event was the same main event. As it was last week, and one and of the Super matches at Super Showdown. So, I mean, there are six people in this feud. 
potentially you've got what 18 different matches that you can make <laughs> well i mean we got three of them in one night well that's true um but i just feel like we're seeing the same ones so we're yeah. not seeing roman versus drew for instance maybe they're saving that um which is probably a good idea but it would freshen things up but it's not um you know the problem i've got with Seth it versus well Braun. Is Carry on. that drew makes Braun Strowman looks small yeah in comparison it's just like he should be a monster that's what they but if you flip it if you flip on the other side does does Braun Strowman not make Drew McIntyre look massive yeah I I see it from the perspective of wow Drew's almost as big as Braun rather than like Braun's about the same size as Drew yeah although I have I have been saying it pretty much all along that like when you see him side by side it's very hard to believe that Drew is supposed to be over a hundred pounds lighter. Yeah, because it doesn't really look like there's a lot of difference at all. It doesn't. Drew is very lean, though. They're definitely built differently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think people are getting a bit bored with this whole six-man tag thing. Uh, we were saying last week, weren't we, that this era we had the attitude era, the ruthless aggression era, and now we're into the six-man tag era. Um, kind of holds Same true old. these days yeah like up and up to this point i have generally liked this storyline yeah i mean i have um, not hated it i've liked it but it's, 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 a bit it's been quite entertaining it's just the repetitiveness of it which is now getting on my nerves yeah um if they were to mix it up but like you don't have to have them in a match every week yeah you don't even have to have any of them in the same match every week you could put Ziggler against Apollo Crews or something and then maybe have some shield shenanigans but you don't have to have them face each other because when they do in big scenarios you're like don't care what you've seen it yeah exactly we've seen it all the time seen every single like possible combination pretty much apart from Roman, Roman Drew. Drew and I don't think we've seen Seth Braun we have but not in this period have we we've but seen did... him on, on, on Raw previously yeah, fair enough um, so yeah I mean there's certainly more that he could do with it but it seems like perhaps this, these two teams aren't going to be sticking around together anyway that much longer if Raw's anything to go by. So we had um, starting off well, one of the first matches, maybe the first match actually, was Dean Ambrose versus um, Dolph, uh, Dolph Ziggler, wasn't it? No, it was Seth, Seth versus, versus Drew. Drew. Yeah, so Seth beat Drew first up on Raw. So we've seen this match a couple of times. Not going to complain about it because it's a good matchup. Um, but you know the amount of times we've seen Dean versus Dolph and now we've seen Seth versus Drew a couple of times and I know we saw Dean versus Drew a couple of weeks ago but that was a really good match just switch it around I mean I guess they had to get but to the I mean, stage if you would have been Dolph just... and Seth in the World Cup but... yeah but I mean like if you were to also have seen Seth and Dolph again people would be like oh we've seen this all yeah, summer we know that they can put on a quality match like yeah Obviously. Every single one of their matches that they had has been really, really entertaining. So they could do it again, but we'll probably see it in the World Not Cup. Not the fans in, in Pittsburgh were watching last time. In Pittsburgh, was it Philly? Can't remember. Uh, when the clock... Was. Yeah, and the fans just sort of shout over it. Yeah. It was either Pittsburgh or Philly. I, can't I think remember. it was Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so World Cup qualifiers. So speaking of the World Cup, not the football one, the wrestling one. Um, Matt, Matt, going back to the point you were making earlier, not really a World Cup, is it? 
this is it. The Americans don't understand what the world is. <laughs> the, so they do think they the world do. revolves they around the world, the world is just series. America. Yeah, yeah. The World Series is a big bugbear. Um, the Super Bowl is the world champions. Well, no, yeah. it's not. You're just playing in America. <laughs> yeah, they are the champions of America. Um, I mean, just call it like King of the Ring or something. Yeah, like, I Saudi mean, they, Arabia they, likes they, kings. Just call it King of the Ring or something like that. Maybe there's some political reason why they can't call him a king. I'm not sure. But um, it's the, it's just the fact that there wasn't in every match there wasn't even nation versus nation. Yeah, I mean, well, we can't, there was in some. In about two. Mainly on Spatdown this week. I think, that, yeah, they were literally the only... Well, we've had Drew McIntyre in one. Yeah, Drew McIntyre in... But other than that, it's been America and America in, like, five of the matches. And John Cena didn't even have to qualify. Yeah. Rusev's old gripe about stuff. <laughs> I, mean, I think when he got added to a Survivor Series team or something, and he didn't even have to qualify. Yeah. I was like, how come John Cena doesn't have to qualify? <laughs> Same holds true now. Poor Rusev. Um, but it's not... But there's some really good people in it, and then you, like, add... John Cena, which is going to not add much to it. Kurt Angle's not really going to be able to go, is he? I, I think it's mainly, like, what I'm seeing is the royal family have gone, we want him. Because yeah. like, when you look at it, it's a star-studded lineup uh, with people who've been world champions a billion times. Yeah. So I would imagine that's kind of how it's gone down. Yeah, I mean, it would surprise me if, if maybe they hadn't, like, basically, and then there is an elephant in the room here, the whole Saudi Arabia situation. I won't claim to be that up to speed with the politics of the situation over there at the minute, but what I do know is that someone, an American, or maybe not even an American, a journalist... I think it was an American journalist. ...was killed in the Turkish embassy... In Saudi yeah. Arabia, is that yeah. what it was? Something like that. Supposedly, it was supposedly arranged. And hasn't someone, someone else has gone missing as well? Someone, someone has gone missing. Yeah. Uh, so, or supposedly arranged by yeah, royal family. By the royal family of Saudi Arabia, and supposedly who, who were the ones which are directly paying WWE for this ten-year relationship? Yeah, supposedly the body was like chopped up inside the embassy. There's a lot of rumours flying around. So I can understand people's outrage. Yeah, yeah, just normal. Um, I did see a funny tweet the other day. It said that it's um, ironic how WWE are burying their head in the sand over this situation. Ironically, is what they did to that poor journalist. Which <laughs> 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 sure, it's not really ironic, um, but you know they were probably American. They don't really get irony. Um, all sarcasm. All sarcasm. All the World Cup. All the World Cup. Um, or the world in general yes so there's a whole political tension going on there which I'm not going to claim to be an expert in but what I will say is this has brought in a, a shit ton of bad publicity yeah I mean, like, it's literally on like a on a global scale to, to the point where it's like supposedly like Donald Trump's and his cabinet's decision yeah. as to whether this show should go ahead yeah. the literal president of the United States well you can't surely that doesn't there's no waiting for him um, but it, his word I mean obviously him and I mean he's a hall of famer but him and Vince I'm assuming are quite tight I think Linda's I mean Linda's in his party star, isn't he? yeah um, isn't she not he so I, I did a Michael Gore's treatment to a Linda McMahon there um, but yeah I think I feel as though his, surely his say isn't that important that 
he can make or break whether WWE go here. It's a business at the end of the day. They're free to do whatever they want to do. And Saudi Arabia is a They're a publicly traded company. They're not private. No, that's true. So, I mean, there's got. I suppose at some point there'll be some... I, and that, I, you, you saw what happened with all the bad publicity from the um, Fabulous Moolah trophy yeah. where one of their sponsors basically got them Snickers, to pull out. Yeah. So I can't imagine this is doing... Great for. So I'm assuming they don't don't have a sponsor for this event because they don't need one because the sponsor is the yeah, world fan. But I mean, like in terms of, I don't know. I guess you call them like shareholders and mm. stuff like that. Um, so supposedly, one of the reasons why they they're not pulling out is because if they were, it would severely in, severely impact their stock prices, yeah. which is so high, which are so high at the moment, which is a lot of the reason why there's so much interest in like the TV and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I feel like, from an American business point of view, so Fox are the company that bought SmackDown, aren't they? Mm-hmm. For like a billion dollars or whatever. Yeah. Um, an American corporation. Obviously, an American corporation is going to have a slightly, you know, Americanized view of Saudi Arabia and obviously what's gone over there, going going on or has gone on over there, is going to lead to some tension between American companies who do and don't do business with Saudi Arabia. Um is there any indication that the Fox are reconsidering? I mean, they probably can't, but they probably won't. That that contract to be like airtight. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, I haven't the seen between WWE and the Saudi royal family would be in the same vein. So how can they pull out? Yeah, I haven't seen anything to do with that kind of like whether any either one of those could be in in jeopardy, jeopardy, jeopardy. jeopardy. Um, but. Uh, yeah, because I mean, like, this is suppo- this supposed ten-year relationship with Saudi Arabia is set to make WWE forty uh, four hundred and fifty million. Yeah, and like, surely to a company of WWE size, four hundred and fifty million over the course of ten years. Four and a half million a year, yeah. Forty-five million. Forty-five million a year. It's probably not Pretty that much. much. I mean, it is. But obviously, it's a shit ton a lot of, money. of money. But yeah. I mean, like, to to a company with such high revenue and all that kind of bollocks not that I know what I'm talking about but <laughs> like is 45 million a year because they're obviously not going to make like 450 in full are yeah. they there's going to be caveats and all that kind of stuff yeah so well that's 450 paid that's not profit because there's already there has already apparently been like a, a shit ton of people cancelling their network subscription I know that people say that all the time but I've actually started to see people yeah actually posting like the thing yeah kind of stuff. But, and I mean when you compare that to 45 million a year obviously it's pennies yeah um, yeah but it's not just the 45 million they yeah. pay for them to come over as well yeah and it's not just money either it's the relationship with the fans yeah so there's people saying like this is the last draw of WWE yeah so like it's a fucking mess it is a, it is absolutely mess it's probably the best way to describe it and I mean I'm I'm quite like when it comes to people's negativity online about WWE, I get quite frustrated with people because I think, like, you get so upset by the most ridiculous things. This, I was literally thinking this earlier in that wrestling fans just forget to have fun and yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, it's meant to be stupid and it's not meant to be the best thing in the world and it's not always going to be that great. Yeah. The only problem I've got with the Saudi relationship is that the women aren't allowed to compete at that. Yeah, and so what I was going to say is... the only thing that... 
to what yeah what i was, was gonna say was the um the Saudi situation is probably the one of the only situations whereby people have started saying oh i'm gonna i'm gonna leave and not gonna watch it again where i kind of agree or i can kind of see why people would say that yeah everything yeah. else like when roman wins the rumble <clears> like the yeah or um you know someone's in the main event and they don't want to see in the main event oh i'm cancelling like get over yourself like <laughs> you yeah, don't that, have that big a say that's not ever going to change their mind yeah but them seeing just how upset their audience is and even just the, the mere mention of crown jewel by the undertaker this week yeah got booze from the crowd and people booed the undertaker not a <laughs> of booze. it was a fair amount of booze yeah um so it's it's tough it, it makes you think like what could they possibly do if they were just to cancel it today yeah or not not cancel the show but Move post it. it somewhere else yeah there, there's talks of i think it's happening the day or two days after um their shows in in england in manchester yeah um and the manchester arena is free mm. on the night of crown jewel yeah so there's talks of them just hosting it there which would be great but, but when you think about it like, you that got... leaves you like should they cancel it in the next couple of days it leaves you like a week to sell out an arena yeah which i'm sure they would probably do pretty well i think they would be able to do it but like i don't i don't think for a pay-per-view that they've that they've advertised as being in saudi arabia has got all this bad publicity i don't think they would be able to sell that arena out very quickly i think people would stay away yeah people might protest if it was in america i could maybe get that yeah if it was uk and it was like, shit, we're getting a pay-per-view in the UK. Yeah, that's Probably true. Probably going to get a lot of people who'd be like, fuck it, let's just go. Yeah. Um, especially if maybe the tickets might be slightly discounted in the fact that they've got a week to sell it out. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't be. That'd be full price. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so, like, yeah. What could they do? People talk about delaying it, delaying it to a Survivor Series. Um, what do you do till then? But then, yeah, then you've got then you've got to fit all the matches that you're putting in Crown Jewel into Survivor Series, which you would imagine would have an entire separate set of matches. Yeah, exactly. Um, so do you have two shows in the very close together in November? Like, in both in America or something? Like, mm. it's, it's hard. You can't cancel it entirely because you've got these... You've got some world title match. You've got a dream match with Daniel Bryan and AJ. And you've got the return of fucking Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Like, you can't just go, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, like, uh, what, what do you do? That is a really I'm sticky not, not situation, envy, isn't it? I'm not, I do not envy them. I don't envy I don't envy Vincent Mann right now at all. Interesting that there was absolutely no mention of Saudi Arabia this week. No. Not not that there was any, any like, it didn't die down the amount that they were talking about. No, right no, they were constantly talking about it. Just, it. There just wasn't once. Like, they mentioned when it was, they mentioned what it was called on the network, all that stuff, but never mentioned... Up until this point, it had always been accompanied with from the King Abdullah, whatever, from yeah. Riyadh, Saudi America. Saudi America? That's Saudi, right Saudi America. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's it was wise of them, in a way, not to... Like, they can't just ignore the show completely. Mm. Um, so... I don't know. They are quite good at just ignoring things. Pretending they've never existed. Yeah. Um, Chris Benoit for, for one. Um, I don't know who you mean. So yeah, it's who knows. I'm glad I'm not on their board. Like one of the rare times, I'm glad I'm not in a super high up position in WWE. <laughs> yeah, being a decision maker right now in WWE would literally be my worst nightmare. Hmm. 
I just couldn't. I couldn't deal with it. Didn't seem to bother Vince on Smackdown. No, he was having a great time. Yeah, he was having a great time dancing about. <laughs> um, right, shall we get back to Brawl then? Because that was the end. We needed to talk about that. Yeah. People need to talk about this, but let's not dwell. Um, if, let, let's make a decision. If if you were WWE, what would you do? I would go I'll ahead. go for a piss. <laughs> <laughs> Is that just your way of your way of avoiding things? This is why there could never be in a boardroom. <laughs> you guys just make decisions. I'm just gonna go. I'm just just go for a whiz. Um, I say I would. Do, I'd go ahead. I am generally actually going for a piss move. <laughs> you can give your answer when you come back. <laughs> I say I would. I would. You know, go ahead with it. But I, don't, I really don't know. I think for me, the best option is to go ahead with it, but move the location. But I, I get the logistical. Um, impossibilities of that almost um on such a short time scale to arrange the security the police in the staff the you know the, the merchandise only one that makes sense would be manchester because they're already, they're already there, there yeah you could leave the stage set up but surely sure. only the raw brand are there no well there's two it's two back-to-back nights isn't it raw oh, is there? oh okay so not just one yeah they always do it from the same venue back to back um so they'll both be there um Oh, so it's actually Raw and SmackDown. It's not house shows. No, the TV. Yes, it's the November TV. Oh, shows. yeah, they do do November, don't they? Geez, I mean AJ Styles has been champion for a year. Pretty much. Um, which, by the way, Pete Dunne, who we've just watched, is now the longest reigning champion in modern days in modern WWE is he? history. With I think he's on about five hundred and sixteen days now. So it beats Asuka. Yeah, I was going to check that last week, and then I saw a tweet when he got to five thirteen. So yeah, he must be. Yeah. Um, what would you do? I I would do the same. I would. You can't cancel it. Yeah. You. You would be doing a lot of almost ir- irreparable damage if you proceed as normal. <laughs> yeah. Um. They and they they always talk about how they pride themselves on listening to the fans. Which, just face it, they don't. They, yeah, but if there's ever a time where you listen to the fans, it's when. There's a huge, like obviously with political debates, there's usually always like two sides. Yeah, and there's there's people going against people, but in this kind of argument, you're not getting a lot of people who've been like, yeah, it's how in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is lovely. It's fine. <laughs> Everybody you, loves Saudi Arabia. Yeah, you're getting, you're not getting Labour versus Conservative and people <laughs> arguing about that kind of shit. You're getting people like, this is fucking America, and yeah. these people are like, you know what Americans are like with America. Fuck yeah, they love America. All that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, I would I would technically postpone it for now until all the facts have come out about what's gone on and then would go from there. Yeah, I mean it's probably that's probably a wise choice to, to go with. Um but then, you know, what do you do with these feuds that you've built? Uh, I know that I mean you've, for, for instance, you've got Brock Lesnar booked for for this pay per view. I mean that doesn't happen very often. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but you could push that main event to Survivor Series. I feel like there's other plans for Survivor Series, you know. But yeah, I mean, it it potentially has the potential to derail WWE's whole like next six months if they postpone. Yeah. It also has the potential to lose them a million millions of fans. Also has the potential to lose them millions of dollars if they don't do it. Like literally, they they cannot win. Unfortunately, might. I say unfortunately for them, they probably shouldn't have signed a deal in the first place. Yeah, and I mean, like, not 
not to forget, like this is this surely will have to have an impact on Saudi Arabia as well. I mean, the like they were sold by the this king or prince or whoever he is himself. This whole vision of a progressive Saudi Arabia, yeah, um, they've clearly shown not and, to be. And the people have embraced this and love the fact that WWE are now coming here and all that kind of stuff. And I'd imagine part. Like, I would imagine, I don't know whether this is true or not, but in regards to stuff like the women, mm. WWE would be actively trying to work on helping them advance the culture to a point where eventually down the line they might be able to do things like that. Yeah, and that's what kind of, that's kind of the dream that Triple H especially has been sort of selling to the fans. Yeah. So like, I mean, we want to break if you into were that to mark. completely pull out of that relationship, what that's, does that do to that Saudi Arabia? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, yeah, like this, this, Prince, whatever he is, seems to seems to be of that kind of vision, and they've allowed women to start driving and all that kind of stuff. But without uh, a global supermarketed company like WWE helping back you up, mm. what's the stuff I'm just going? Actually, no, fuck that. We'll put that back another fifty years. Yeah, <laughs> or a so, few hundred. So yeah, it's like you, your two options are have it in England or postpone it severely. Yeah, I mean, I think. The best they can hope for, the best scenario for WWE, I think, in the long term, is to lose the money that they may get from Saudi Arabia. I think that's probably their best solution. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like they've lost a lot of fans already through this. That A lot of people who just won't come back. Um, so, you know, you could argue, well, they've already made that loss, so they might as well do it anyway. It's hard to. It is a really difficult situation for them to be in, and as I say, I don't envy anybody in that boardroom right now. They're probably I having meetings around the clock. I know they they say, "Oh, we're going to stay away. We're not going to watch it." It's very difficult because there's not like if you love wrestling, there's not a lot of weekly things to watch, is there? We mean other than WWE. Yeah. No, I mean, you've got New Japan um, and Ring of Honor, I guess. And now you've got and New Japan. And that UK. is enough for a lot of people. Like A lot of people like just those, and that's their prerogative. Um, but I just feel like, yeah, you're right. Your options are limited. And, you know, you're not... G- I mean, let's face it. If you're an English um, wrestling fan and you're thinking of withdrawing your interest from the WWE, never going to watch it again, never going to go to another show, whatever then you are really limiting yourself to British independent wrestling because New Japan don't come over here very often, if ever, and Ring of Honor aren't over here very often. Um, so, you, you know, yeah, there are obviously some great British promotions, but they aren't full of big stars. You're never going to see <laughs> a... You what? Great British. Great British, yes. You're never going to see a, a big star like, you know, John Cena over here or mm. the, the, the Undertaker the, anymore. Like One positive of that would be potentially could drive more fans to those shows. Yeah, which is great for those um, shows. But, yeah, like, likelihood of that happening, like, to, to see a significant increase anyway is not always, it's not very likely to me. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. Um, right. So we had that discussion. I think it needed to happen. Um, back to Rawdon. So Got political views out there. Yes. We don't like to be that political on PWP because, you know, we feel like there's more appropriate 
um, avenues to explore for people who just want to talk about wrestling. Mm. Um, so we should probably talk about wrestling rather than politics. So Raw. <laughs> it, I mean, let's face it, it wasn't the best Raw. It wasn't a terrible Raw. What were what, what some highlights for you guys? Ronda Rousey. So this is a big talking point. Shall we get into I this feel like, I feel like she just clarified everything I'd said in the last few weeks about the Bellas. <laughs> well, I think that, um, firstly, we owe Ronda Rousey um, a bit of a, a debt, really, because she's um, given us our first viral tweet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I say she has, Aiden, it was you. You uh, you put this one out It here. was me all along. So um, you said that, WWE fans, we want the Attitude Era back. Ronda Rousey says mentions Nikki Bella and John Cena's relationship. WWE fans, oh my God, can't believe they slut-shamed Nikki. I'm so offended. You did do the whole um, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, one, one thing, <laughs> which made me think, did he type this on a computer? No. How do you do that on a phone? I typed the exclamation mark and then type, pressed it again and then I changed to the numbers and hit one. Why did you do that? <laughs> because that's what, like, it's like a typical thing that goes along, like people making stupid mistakes. So you did really that good. on purpose? Yeah, it was purposeful. Okay, that makes it even more brilliant. Exactly. <laughs> um, it's like my first rodeo. <laughs> but it is our first viral tweet. And, and as I say viral, probably not really viral. It's over 200 likes. I personally never thought that we would top the Velveteen Dream meme <laughs> no. when WWE's asked about Chris Benoit. <laughs> and now we have no memory of this. That that dream meme is it's a figure literally of the past. Been entirely obliterated. That was like fifty likes and twelve retweets or something. Yeah. This one's got over two hundred likes. Yeah, and also, well, it's been popular. It doesn't get much more viral than that. <laughs> it's been popular, but there was one particular guy who uh, didn't agree with our with your view. Let's and just find him. said something like, oh, come on, you're just doing this. For, I hate tweets like this, just doing it for likes and retweets. Damn right I did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking right we did. <laughs> um, his name was Shane, Shane O, O-H-H-H. Why are you giving him a shout-out? Underscore. Him. So, Shane O, if you listen, which I don't think you do, you were right. We did just do it for the likes <laughs> and the retweets. <laughs> And thanks for retweeting it, you dick. Did you retweet it? Yeah. He quote retweeted it. He quote retweeted it and was like just looking for attention or whatever. And someone was like, but you gave it to them. (laughs) And this guy has got like three and a half thousand followers. He retweeted our tweet out to his three and a half thousand followers. Thank you, mate. What a cop. So, yeah, there's that. So, thank you, Ronda. So, Ronda Rousey and the better. So, this was probably the biggest talking point from Raw this week. Um, what did you guys make of it? I mean, I'll, I haven't really heard too much in the way of people saying, oh, my God, they said that. But there was a few things I saw, and I just looked at... I read those tweets and thought, oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had, yeah, that, that was what... Literally, what, who has a problem with this? That was this? what made me say it, because a lot of people going on it, like... I, I do understand it. I get that it's his low-hanging fruit, and they could go elsewhere with it. But at the same time, why not? Exactly. If you were if you're in that situation in real life, you're about to fight someone and you want to trash talk them. Well, you're going to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> like if if someone had said something about Nikki to John Cena, yeah, people wouldn't have any problem with it. Yeah, but they could have done a lot worse. Let's be honest. Exactly, and I. I 
I do hope. Well, I don't. I don't hope. I mean, they could have gone straight off the and said, "You're a shit fucking wrestler." <laughs> right, I, I, I do. Wonder, you injure people for a fucking laugh. Should have been like, "Bree, you're gonna come down here. What are you gonna do? You're gonna kick me in the face." <laughs> <laughs> You're going to almost your break your head. neck during a dive. <laughs> but like, um, I made me forget what I was going to say now. Sorry. But yeah, like, it, it makes me wonder, like, if they're going to give Nikki a chance to, to reply. Re- rebut. Well, she did that on Twitter, which I'm not always a fan But of. I mean, like, if they were going to go so low and easy of doing a John Cena kind of insult, then there's nothing to stop her from making like a Holly Holm insult. Yeah. Because um, like like before, famously Ronda 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 Rousey's ex boyfriend <laughs> from like before Mania when Stephanie said something like, and we've all seen how Ronda Rousey handles losses, like yeah. even just stuff like that. Where if you're gonna give Ronda a chance to say stuff like that, and maybe you could also give Vicky a chance. I hope they do. Because like the the more because there, there's been a lot of headlines from from media company media outlets and stuff who. Um, I, th- I think they think this is real. <laughs> there was one from... Kayfabe, motherfuckers. Shit, I can't remember what, what, what the magazine was. But it was like... Power um, Slam. Huh? Power Slam. No. <laughs> um, but it was Power like... Ron- Ronda Rousey says that um, the Bellas were never her friends and calls them bitches or something. And it's like... The do-nothing bitches. So- someone, someone was like... Should should we tell them about kayfabe? And someone was like, no, don't. This is good. <laughs> don't tell them. Um, don't ruin it. And th- this is don't why this is why this match is happening. The yeah. two mainstream female stars. Yeah. Um. I don't really. I don't really have that much of a problem with it. Um. As long as it drives up interest. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it either. I think I think it's pretty cool. Speaking of pretty cool. It was um, the only moment on Raw I actually reacted to. Yeah. And was like, holy shit, she just said it. I was going to say, speaking of pretty cool, we're just seeing Alistair Black's entrance on 2K19, which is fucking awesome. <laughs> and also, I really needed a wee. Carry on. <laughs> what is with this, this Carry week? on. I didn't get time. Um, I don't think, throughout right. this whole podcast, we've never gone, let's stop for a wee. I mean, we've we've um, all individually gone while while we're recording, but I don't think we've ever stopped recording for a week. Who needs to? So what else? What else happened? What what was good on Raw? I my problem with Ronda's promo was that yeah, she kept, she kept it was just a bit too stop bit. start. The pauses in between each line were just too long, and overall. The but you still got you got to think she's still very green. Yeah, you you can tell also that she she grew into it because towards the start, especially there was a bit of an awkward moment when they both said something at the same time, and Nikki was like, "No, you, you go," and she was like, "No, you go. It's your turn," <laughs> as if they were like taking it in turns. And then Nikki was yeah. like, "Just speak." Yeah, just just speak. It's your go. <laughs> um, so that that was a little bit awkward, but um, yeah, she definitely grew into it. It just for me went on about a minute or two longer than it should have. Yeah, probably. Um, I kind of liked the, the the tease of um, yeah, we're gonna come down, and then Nikki not only doesn't come down, but uses her weird little Bella wiggle thing to bring out the uh, security. That was pretty pretty cool. And to be fair, 
two of the security guards disappeared. Did anyone else notice that? Two of the security guards what? Disappeared. Disappeared? I fucking would. So, they all walked down, and then there were two at the back, just seemed to walk off, <laughs> when Ronda just beat the crap out of the rest of them. It's like they probably only had two actual trained wrestlers yeah. for the security, and the other two were just legit random guys from the back. And we're like, I ain't going anywhere near her. She looks like a fucking badass. You can always tell when the security guards are um, trainee wrestlers, because they've always got long hair. <laughs> yeah, and they're also in good shape. Yeah, they're all in great shape, but that's not surprising for a security guard most of the time. Well, I've seen that. I've seen some security guards and bouncers where I've gone fuck off. <laughs> I saw one at the weekend. <laughs> you literally did tell him to fuck off. Midget Turkish man. <clears throat> um, so you'll be still on Nicky Ronda thing. Yeah, but we can move on now. Yeah, I mean, I've not too much more to add to it. I thought it was really good. Yeah, it was a, definitely her, probably her best moment. Yeah. Definitely her, probably her best moment. <laughs> um, I, 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 as you said, I really hope they give Nikki a chance to, you know, retort. Because, you know, you can't have this being too one-sided. Nikki is the hill at the end of the day. They usually get, you know, some sort of return. Um, so, it's yeah. usually the heel talking down the face like that. Yeah. Trashing them. For her not to reply is kind of, like... That's all. It's not very heelish, is it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully there'll be some interaction next week between them. Um, moving on from that then. So we also had Dean Ambrose versus Dolph Ziggler for a chance to qualify for this World Cup to determine who's the best American in the world, Cup. to give it his full name. So that was something that I wanted to talk about. Dean Ambrose doesn't like being called lunatic anymore. No. Even though they what called the it... Fu- what the fuck is Michael Cole going to do? I know. <laughs> he even brought back the lunatic fringe this week yeah. as well. Michael Cole. Which I wonder if maybe they did on purpose. Because he hasn't called in that since he's been back, has he? Well, I think he was just slipped back into it. Oi, oi. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Um, yeah, interesting storyline this with Dean Ambrose. So, Matt, you're probably bored of it already, right? Yep. thought so. Um, <laughs> I quite, I'm quite into it. It's an element, no, it's an aspect of Dean Ambrose that I haven't really explained. I like, to be fair, uh, I like Dean Ambrose since he's come back. Yeah. It's just the storyline is a bit too, like, just, isn't he, isn't he? Oh. They've just cut out the wacky shit. Yeah. He's still, like, he's still unhinged by the looks of things and the way he, like, his mannerisms and all that kind of stuff, which is fine. Just as long as he stops, like, squirting mustard and ketchup on people and all that kind of shit. Like, yeah. And it seems to be going quite well so far. Well, I mean, I I'm enjoying seeing this sort of... It's almost like an insecurity, like vulnerability, but at the same time, maybe slight arrogance to Dean Ambrose. Like, from Dean Ambrose. Yeah, from Dean Ambrose. So we're not seeing... He's not like, oh, I'm the leader of the Shield, I'm this and that, I should be champion sort of thing. It's like he's allowing other people to get to him. It's like, you know what, maybe I don't need the Shield. Yeah, like maybe I've I don't. Had success on my but own. now I'm losing these matches... Like now it's just pissing me off, sort yeah. of thing. Because that was always that that the thing when they were in their first run was always like, who who's the leader? Who's going to be the breakout star? Yeah. We've never seen these guys on their own. Whereas now it's we've seen them in the Shield. We've seen them all have success independently. As the Shield, once again, they've not necessarily had the best of luck. So maybe they are better off on their own. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I quite like I quite like that story. I mean, 
I'm all for the Shield staying together for a lot, you know, a little bit longer. I think it's good for all three of them. Yeah, I don't think they just. I don't think they need to break up, even if they're just not together. They just don't need to break up. Yeah. No, they don't need to break up. Um, I'm not. I'm not sick of the Shield. I'm just sick of them fighting the same people every yeah. fucking week. I do wonder where they would go. Like, who were their next logical opponents? Yeah, I think. I feel like after this, there could potentially be a bit of a break. Like yeah. from them being the shield every week. I mean, if the if the shield were to 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 break up, I think you have to. I don't know if the shield break up. Dean Ambrose has to be a main eventer, which means he would have to go after Roman's title. But for me, the better feud is between Dean Seth, and Seth because they have yeah. more of that chemistry with the roles reversed. Yeah, and but we've seen it like in couple last couple of weeks where there's a couple of mishaps between Seth and Dean, and Dean. And tried to dirty deed Seth this week. But... Yeah, which is no no deal was made of that at all. No, and then, he literally yeah. tried to dirty deed him, and later on they were hugging. Him. Yeah, and they were fine afterwards, which was a little bit annoying to me. Um, continuity lads, but um, to me they have that that better chemistry. They could have better matches, mainly because Seth is the best wrestler out of all three of them by quite a considerable distance, I think. Um, but they also have the more of the world. You what, sorry? Is he the best in the world? I mean, probably not, but that's not a slight on him. It's more of a praise for a certain Mr. Omega, um, or AJ Styles, one of the two. That's weird. One of the entrance presets on 2K19 is called Alpha Omega. Oh, really? Hmm. Hmm. And like, there's, like, there's no clear... Defi- like, you know, and usually you can tell, there's one called Battle Creek Warrior, or something like that but you, then it's just Rob Van Dam but <laughs> I have no idea who Alpha Omega is meant to be no, no not sure um, but yeah where were we Dean Ambrose Seth Rollins I think that feud for me has more legs than a, an Ambrose Roman Reigns one Pers- mainly because Reigns would win that feud <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like we, we all know that so maybe an Intercontinental title reign would do Dean Ambrose good but he's already won that belt a few times um, moving on from that then other parts of Raw so Evolution the all women's pay-per-view got a fair amount of attention this week from WWE we've obviously spoken about the Ronda and, and the Bellas situation um, What one thing they did announce was that there will be a battle royal on Why not? the Every- women's pay-per-view which people are up in arms about um, or if you're a guy who replied to one of our tweets, up in roars. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a combo between, between up in arms and in uproar. Um, but yeah, they, they are not happy, these people. Do you know who else isn't happy? Peyton Royce. A lot of the women. Yeah, all of the women on SmackDown, essentially. Yeah. Um, tweeted, just uh, they were like, pictures and gifts of them looking dissatisfied or disgusted have you seen Naomi's tweet yeah oh I didn't see her tweet I saw she it. said she posted a gif she said um, she said I already won the Andre the Giant and Warrior Battle Royal and didn't get the title shot I was promised how yeah. many more how many more of these I got to win yeah <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good like I mean I get people are annoyed at this because it's an all women's pay-per-view and, and they, they've, they've, they've promised 50 they? women so you, there's no way you're going to get 50 <laughs> women without doing a battle royal to get 20 of them on exactly or more But I, and I don't know what people expected if I'm honest like, no. they've said from all all along that there's going to be 50 of them 
You cannot get that many people on the card. And people go like, oh, like, we wanted the Iconics versus Lay Cool. Like, well, this is this is, this is what we want. Wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Maybe they just couldn't get Lay Cool. Yeah. <laughs> sure, they got Michelle McCall at the Rumble, but where was Layla? Yeah. Like, you can't just go, oh, we wanted that, so we should get that. Yeah. There's logistics that go into it. Yeah. I think what's getting a lot of people is that there was more than strong rumours that Naomi was facing Melina, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's Because both happening. of them can do the splits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's not happening now. And I think people were convinced that it was. But you can't blame WWE for what you believe. Like, if someone said online, oh, this is going to happen, and WWE at no point have said that, then you can't really get angry at WWE when it doesn't happen. And the thing is, WWE have probably gone after some of these people and gone, look, can you come back? And they're like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't understand why they would do, like, why they wouldn't do it, unless they just don't well, want to wrestle anymore. left the company, doesn't it? Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. And I mean, like... Like, if you've got a bad relationship with the company, you're not going to come back for an all-women's pay-per-view, are you? Probably not. And I mean... AJ Lee, for instance. And for for a lot of them, it's not as if they'd had any kind of story going into it that you would expect them to have a match at the show. Yeah. Peyton Royce and Asuka... Uh, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay have not had any kind of rivalry other than with Naomi and Asuka, which exactly. was settled in Australia. Yeah, and can continue to in a small amount in a battle royal, you know? Yeah, so like there's no... Like, I do wonder how how many they're going to announce for it like is that just where Sasha and Bailey would end up which would be a bit of a shame if, if they're not going to do any kind of women's tag team titles then likelihood is that's the only place they're going to go well I mean I'm assuming we're, we're probably since Natalia hasn't been announced for it we'd probably see a six woman tag oh yeah that's true of a riot squad yeah um, but yeah it's just like I feel like they have really just missed the boat on this there is and this is a lot of people's frustration they've had so long yeah they announced this about two and a half months ago didn't they yeah they had so so long to to plan this and it's all kind of feeling a little bit thrown together yeah it's like in the last week they've gone right we've got the other pay-per-views out of the way yeah now we can focus on evolution it's like they they should have set up like a team of people just to focus on this pay-per-view and the feuds leading up to it over the last few months and not focus on anything else because they just they've tried to do too much yeah over and, the last few months and like this this isn't I don't know no mercy some random throwaway kind of pay-per-view yeah. this is essentially a women's Wrestlemania yeah exactly so this is Wrestlemania for women you're right um but what's frustrating me about a lot of people's reactions to this is they say oh WWE have met, really messed this up. I'm not going to bother watching it. Well, what message do you think that's going to send to WWE about the state of women? Oh, no one watched our women's pay per view. Let's just let's not do never it. Never do it again. Yeah, let's not do another one. Yeah. So yeah, well done, guys. <laughs> You're going to get what you want from that. So yeah, just think a bit more. Even if you don't want to watch it, just same, think it same on. thing as just like watch it. Oh, we yeah, give the revival a title match, and then everyone can sing about Rusev Day and stuff, and then yeah. they'll go, "All right, well, we won't put revival in it." Yeah. Oh, no let, one, let's no put let's put Seth and Drew in the main event instead of Roman for once. Oh no, people shat all over that. Let's stick with Roman. Seth and Dolph, I think you mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. so they just they sh- the fans aren't always very helpful towards the product. No, they're not. Um, oh, I'm actually really looking forward to both main events in that. 
I'm looking forward to the the, the pay per view in that it will be something different. It will be different. I'm quite intrigued to see how they do it. I'm like whether it goes smoothly and you know, women's wrestling, especially Hope. WWE, typically has a few boxes in it. Um, like I, it, interested it's, to see how they can carry a whole show. Hopefully, Michael Cole won't be there. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, that would be great. There, there's been no announcement. Like I assume it's Renee Young, Beth Phoenix, and maybe another. I can't imagine they would. They would give two pretty imagine. inexperienced people. I just think Michael Cole would probably be commentating. It's weird. Oh. Like, I get like yeah, it's an all women's pay per view. So technically, does that only apply to the wrestlers? I guess so. Yeah, but are the referees going to be women? I just wonder. There's, there's, there's they've only got one, so I'd imagine the referee were going to be men. So if the referees are going to be men, then we're going to get Michael Cole, aren't we? But listen, we're going to get like the May Young Classic final, for instance, is at this pay per view, which I think people are forgetting. Yeah, which Michael Cole has been commentating on all throughout, so it yeah. makes sense for him to call the final. Yeah, um, but that's going to be a hell of a match. Um, and you know the NXT Women's Title is on the line. They generally great matches. Yeah, we've got three title matches, a tournament final, battle royal. There's not really that much room for a lot else. No, there isn't. I mean, because you can imagine Becky and Charlotte are gonna. That's gonna go. That's gonna go a long time. Well, you'd hope so. I reckon the Trish and Lita tag match is gonna be quite short, especially if Alexa's not a hundred percent. Yeah. I don't actually know the update, any update with Alexa's condition. Like, what's actually wrong with her? She's got a bad arm. So yeah, something to do with her arm, but... We're not quite sure what and how serious it is. She's not serious enough to keep her out of the ring, obviously, yeah. but she well, hasn't she taken hasn't any Well, she hasn't wrestled bumps. since SummerSlam. Yeah. Which is two or months now. Yeah. Basically. I don't think she's even been in the ring since then. She's been on the edge. She's been on the apron when they did a little presentation for Ronda. All right, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it will probably be a short match. I think Evolution as a whole, people are not. Is it three or four hours? It'll probably be three. Probably, yeah, yeah. I don't who knows. Well, aren't they all four hours now? Mm-hmm. Actually, no, they're not. No, but um, I think people are just too busy looking for something to get annoyed about and to you know beat WWE up about. That they're not just they're not, they're just not willing to just sit it. back and enjoy it, yeah. and and that's what you need to do. Like, yeah, it's the first one, so it may not be perfect, but if it's good enough and you people watch it, then there'll be another one, yeah. and then they can improve it. You know, the WrestleMania one, for instance, fucking terrible, <laughs> but yep. people loved it. People watched it, so they did more of them, and look where it is now. Women's Money in the Bank, first one wasn't that great, and a pretty shit ending. Second one. Pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the same can be said for the Elimination Chamber. And the Royal, Wum- Royal Rumble. Yeah. It was pretty good, to be fair, but there was a lot to be improved on. Yeah, exactly. Um, just really, yeah. Just, there's so many firsts that WWE have done with these women in the last few years. Not all of them are going to be perfect. And I think people just need to accept that, enjoy what they get, and then if WWE don't improve on things, then you can start bashing them. But don't this, bash this, for the this, first time. This is one of my biggest problems, is that people don't give things a chance at, before they write them off. Yeah, exactly. Like People so go, will go into this pay-per-view with a negative outlook. Something will happen on Raw, and a random example, um, Apollo Crews and Elias have a segment. And yeah, how random was that? Within... Uh, by, yeah, the time, uh, by the time Apollo Crews gets to the ring, people will be like, oh, I don't care, I'm not yeah. interested. But how do you know? What Apollo Crews does, or they or might says. they might go and proceed to have the most entertaining feud on Raw. Yeah. Like 
no, no one really reacted when Apollo came out, but yeah. when he started flipping around and beating him up, people were cheering and reacting. Yeah. So you've got to give things a chance, and I feel that's one of the bigger problems. And then people want long drawn out storylines as well. And then when we get them, we go on board. You're not willing to give it a chance, um, albeit like the booking isn't always great yeah but when people's answers to how would you improve wwe are oh better booking and better storylines yeah how yeah. how elaborate how would you make it better yeah don't just say uh, a better, better storyline for me would be a start a middle and an end but they don't have to be over four weeks yeah you can have a week without so, these two people interacting or getting physical yeah Maybe just have or one of them on commentary have, for a week or something like that. They don't do this anymore. They used to do this. Well, they used to do this quite a lot. Like they'll be in a match and they'll just walk out onto the ramp, distract them. That's it, and then they walk off. Yeah. Yeah, you don't they really don't see do that, that anymore. Yeah. You lost. Was last time that happened? Probably Jericho with Kevin Owens against Goldberg. Um, yeah. Yeah, you don't see too much of it. I mean. You get it where, like, for instance, on SmackDown this week, we had an English sort of tripped Rusev or just sort of clipped his ankle and that was enough to get him distracted. But, again, that's physical. And then, obviously, it got a bit physical after that. So, like, there is more to be said for a feud that doesn't necessarily have to... Like, the face doesn't necessarily have to get their hands on the heel straight away. And as long as they're, yeah, well, as long as they're not always fighting every week and they're not against each other every week, because when that does happen in a pay-per-view... Then I don't care because yeah. I've already seen. You've seen it a lot. So we've got this special coming up. Well, I think this is where we need to go with stuff like this. <laughs> we've got a special coming up. We have got a special coming up. It's the one I discussed the other week about our own pay per view. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we're putting on our own pay per view, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Called all in. <laughs> I think that might have been taken. Okay, we're in better name. Yeah. Call it taken. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. Stay tuned for more information. Um, It'll probably be about a year down the line when we actually do it, but... Well, I mean, we are only about three episodes away from our 50th. Uh, oh, it could be a 50th special. Yeah, 1,000, one schmalzen. How more about 50? <laughs> um, yeah, where's all our tweets and special guests? <laughs> yeah. Oh, all those historic moments we've had. Anyway, are we done with Raw? Like, there wasn't too much more. I mean, Bobby Lashley had a weird... That was a rhyme. Uh, Bobby Lashley had a weird weird sort of stare down with Finn Balor. Some weird Chris Masters posing contest. Yeah, and um, Leo Rush is, you know, one of the most annoying people I've ever heard. I tweeted that Leo Rush is the 2018 version of Enzo Amore. But he can actually wrestle. But he can, yeah. but can wrestle, yeah, that was the last time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... The man laughs more than anyone I've ever heard. He knows. He can't stop laughing. <laughs> My man. My man. <laughs> it looks like money. He smells like money. He's Lashley. money. Lashley. <laughs> it's just like he sounds like he sounds like a video game character or like a cartoon character. Yeah, but it is working. It's because he's Cause, so annoying. And I, I'll give it to Lashley. I enjoyed last week seeing the like because you could see. He was kind of doing this reluctant kind yeah. of like he was being forced into it by Leo, and then by the end of it, it was like, oh yeah, this actually feels really cool. Yeah. And now he comes out this week fully like embracing it, yeah. prick, and it works because people don't like him. Yeah. Because he is a prick. Yeah. 
I don't look like him. I sure as hell don't smell like him. <laughs> well, I don't know what he smells like. But if he smells like money, then I don't want to smell like him because whenever I touch money, I get that metally hand, like, smell on my hands. I don't want to smell like that. Have you ever smelled American money? That stinks. Does it? Yeah. It's because it's blood money. That's what it is. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll move on from that then. So what was the rest of all? I mean, there wasn't much in the way of build to we had the, uh, the rest of Crown. We had two world. huge returns. What? Lita. We had Samir Singh. Oh. Samir Singh. And Tamina. Tamina! I forgot about Tamina. Everyone had just switched brands. Everyone had forgotten about Tamina. Who now she's yeah. How's she just going to go to Raw like that? <laughs> when Renee was like, she's been out for nine months with shoulder surgery. I was like, has she? And you didn't even give her an entrance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Tamina was back. That was great. Um, Lifted up my head, to be fair. <laughs> That was great. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> to be fair, she did look quite impressive when she's like she tried to Samoa drop. Good afro. Nia Jack. She, she did Samoa drop. She did Samoa drop her actually, didn't she? Um, and then they did the whole, or as Paige would call it, a Samoa drop. Samoa. <laughs> they did the whole um, build up for a battle royal thing, didn't they? Where yeah, everybody goes Dana, over Dana the Brooke is going to win the, the yeah. yeah. If there's royal. one. Um, one event or one outcome on, uh, from Evolution I'm willing to bet money on is that Dana Brooke doesn't win the Battle Royal. That's just like lazy booking for me. Is that they've gone, oh, we've got a uh, Battle Royal coming up or a Royal Rumble coming up. Let's do that bit where everyone pretends they've won the Rumble. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, we need to remind people how they work. Yeah. Just we need to remind people that some people are good at putting people over the top rope. That's what it seemed to be. So yeah, Dana towards Brooke, the end well of done. the rumble when Asuka nearly got eliminated, and Stephanie was like, "Asuka's going over." Yeah. <laughs> See, she's nearly been eliminated. <laughs> Thanks for giving away the uh, the end result. <laughs> um, right. So raw. Oh, we had um, obviously a repeat of the six man main event. Oh, we had the return of Sasha yeah. Banks. Oh, it wasn't really a return. Yeah, yeah, she's been out for about a month. Yeah, we didn't do anything. No, well, she did. You what? Let's go on to SmackDown. Let's go on to SmackDown. We should mention the Trish and Lita thing. There's building up to that tag team as well. Lita looked great. Same as she always does. <laughs> but um, yeah, quite looking forward to seeing them in action. Shall we go to SmackDown then? Because it was a big week for SmackDown, so, and it probably deserves more time than we usually give it. Yeah. So we'll go to SmackDown because it was their 1000th show. So, coming from Washington, D.C. 1,000 weeks ago. 1,000. 19 years, 1,000 episodes, over 2,000 hours, or almost 2,000 hours of entertainment that we were celebrating on Tuesday night. Well, Wednesday day uh, for us. I've seen a tweet, sorry to interrupt, that Ivory and Molly Holly have been booked for Evolution. So, they'll be, well, I'm assuming they'll be in the Battle Royal. Yeah. Because currently the only legend they've got is Tori. Tori Wilson. Oh, God. Bless. That's not her full name. Tori Wilson. Tori Sneeze. <laughs> um, that's interesting. Yeah, that's quite cool. People will be a fan of that, I think. Um, but yeah, so SmackDown. So obviously a big, big event. Big night. Big party for them. And how, how else do you start a big, big party in any other way? Down with Truth TV. 
Yeah. <laughs> to, to be honest, Matt, I didn't hate it. I did it. I didn't hate it. I mean, this is the most invested and the most entertained I've ever been by our truth in the last month. Do we reckon? Steph or Shane was the planned guest. <laughs> like, joking, yeah. they actually Who just had the guest. They just had like AJ Styles or something, and yeah. he was he got bumped. Yeah, I wonder who was the actual guest that they were going to do. We'll, we'll never find out. I would imagine like, it probably would have been Shane. It'll be that's like, why he then came out. But yeah, there but was no interview. That. But it'll be like the whole Who Threw the Pie and Kevin Owens face thing. We'll just never know. Um, but yeah, so this segment, I mean, it was quite entertaining. Yeah, it was alright. It was a bit Truth of, and Carmella do seem to go well together. They do really go. They do really go well together. I think they're a really weird, like odd couple that seems to just really work. Um, and it's yeah, I, I like really it. loves an odd couple, don't they? They do, but they seem to generally they work quite well. These odd couples. Um, these odd couples. But they were pretty entertaining. I mean, the whole dance break thing is over. <laughs> like that's that's over people are cheering that now so so over that is over with Vince McMahon who yeah. <laughs> decided to join in um, he instigated it he did instigate actually yeah he instigated the dance break um, a bit cringy but it was a bit weird it was a little bit cringy you seeing him and <laughs> did Stephanie. you say a bit cringy a bit cringy yeah bit cringy um he can't really dance very well <laughs> he can't he's, walk very well he's spent an inordinate amount of time dancing on wwe screens over the years and he just shouldn't ever have danced at any point in his career um but yeah fair play he's Vincent Marnie can do what he wants he do does actually run the place so there's that um but yeah it was a bit it was a bit weird but so that was followed quickly by um AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan against the Usos in a tag team match pretty randomly um, I was surprised to see the Usos in, in this match because like, no one really mentioned it there was no real reason for them to be in this match and they haven't really done anything for the last two months no but I suppose it's like if, you, if you're going to have Bryan and AJ lose it should probably be to one, like, one of the stronger teams on SmackDown. Yeah. And the and bar and the, the New Day were already day taken. They were already in the match, weren't they? So, yeah, it does make sense. Um, but it was, a, it was a decent match. I think it was kind of... Um, I didn't expect Usos to win, if I'm honest. I didn't expect it. So, maybe I was just being a bit naive. But, um, yeah, it was good. So, nice to see the Usos on SmackDown, because they haven't been any on TV for a long time. Mm-hmm. and um, just a reminder of what they can do and you know they are I think I like it when WWE work on the basis that a good tag team will always beat two individuals world class singles wrestlers I think that's the way it should always be Usos literally have been a team their whole life since day one since day one ish um, so yeah there's that as well so that was good I like that Usos picked up the win um what was next on SmackDown? So there was there was a lot of like small segments, wasn't there? Where we had evolution, weren't it? We had evolution, didn't we? So that was a big part of what was built for SmackDown: the return of evolution. And as soon as as soon as I saw it, I thought uh, we shit all over them a couple of months ago. <laughs> I don't remember that, did we? Yeah, we did. A couple of it was like last year. We shit all over it and said Triple H was the only decent one out of the lot of them. Oh, yeah, but that's before Randy Orton got good. 
Um, <laughs> when did Wayne Young get good? You know, like he's been like this on this sadistic tear for the last this weird kinky six bastard. months or whatever it is. Um, where he likes to put things in Jeff Hardy's ear. But um, yeah, evolution. So obviously, I think the big what a lot of people were looking forward to the most was seeing Batista back, which is strange considering last time he was there, they booed the shit out of him. Um, you know what, four years ago now. The theme song. I love that theme song. It is, it, it is a good theme song, theme song to be fair. Um, so is Batista's theme song. Yeah, Batista's is good. So, I think Triple H started it off, didn't he? Um, with a bit of back and forth. Smackdown's um, evolved and we represent evolution. And then Randy Orton, <laughs> he kind of, he went, he played a, old Randy Orton quite well I mean it shouldn't be difficult he, he is his own self um, but he kind of reverted back to an older character with a little bit of a throwback to to his current character so I think that went down pretty well um, kind of sort of sowed the seeds of dissension between him and Batista could this be well you mean Randy and Batista Randy and no, Batista and then we obviously had Batista sort of a little bit rambly promo. Yeah, a little oh, bit. Well, it, it was like Batista. Oh, we, did have, we did have woo! <laughs> we, had, we had a woo, yep. It was like Batista had maybe had a Dutch courage. <laughs> it did seem a little bit like that. It felt like it was, it was a little bit slurry. A little bit like he was... It was almost on the cusp... Like It felt like he was on the cusp of saying something he shouldn't have said. But that's always quite entertaining when that happens, isn't it? Cause... <laughs> Keep it in your pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but then he went on to say, like he went and he praised each one around. Like he said, Randy Orton had more talent in his pinky. Um, I'm assuming he's talking about his finger um, than you know half of the other guys in WWE. Um, praised obviously Ric Flair. I don't know what he was talking about. Um, went on to praise Triple H, but then caveated it with the fact that Triple H has achieved so much, except for being. Batista so I mean are they sowing seeds or was this just a tease to get the crowd interested in what they've seen or was it something more than that well Batista's talked openly about his desire to want to come back and work a program with Triple H for years now well have you seen that he's been taken out of London Comic Con he was due to be at when's that um, I think I don't know when it was doesn't happen uh, to be over Wrestlemania just... weekend does it you talk you talk about yourself and I will find it <laughs> talk about yourself um, they wouldn't do it at the same time as it's usually a bit later than that it's just, well, it's around the kind of summer time isn't it it's London Comic Con that he's pulled out of yeah, yeah that, Comic Con not WrestleCon. oh Comic Con mm, even still I feel like it would be silly to have wrestlers over WrestleMania weekend in it's not London. A, it's actually like it's the twenty sixth to the twenty eighth of, of April of October. Oh, oh okay. So next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Batista's wrestling next week. <laughs> Batista versus Triple H on uh, SmackDown <laughs> next week. Is that how we got? Um, we were promised. Kurt Angle's first match on Raw for 12 years even though he wrestled last week (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no mention of that no (laughs) Um, 
yeah, so there was, so the evolution segment was all right. A lot of people liked it, so that's you know did its job. Um, what else did we have? So we had um, Rusev versus the Miz in a World Cup qualifying match, which we briefly spoke seconds. about. Yeah, which you know, th- I mean, the show felt rushed, but this was the epitome of rushed. No entrances on TV anyway. Um, and <laughs> oh, a, hi, Kurt Angle's here. Kurt Angle's here. Didn't say anything. <laughs> oh, he did. Really? He was did like, he yeah, happy to be here. I'm scouting my competition. And they were match like, over. I guess I'll see yeah. Miz in the World Cup. And they were like, who would you rather face? He was like, oh, Miz has got more experience. Oh, Miz has won. <laughs> yeah. Right. Fair enough. Um, yeah, Aiden English obviously cost him Rusev the match. And then Lana kicked him in the balls, which is nice. Um, and then Rusev attacked him, threw him into the stairs a few times, then threw him over the announce table, and then they just cut away. Went backstage like nothing was happening. Um, I think they showed Rey Mysterio and Jeff Hardy. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Hardy, who did nothing else on the show. Um, what was that, Matt? Did you just say fucking Rey Mysterio? I fucking hate Rey Mysterio. <laughs> it's good. You're, you must... You, genuinely, Rey Mysterio is... One of the only guys I've ever seen that nobody seems to hate. I, I don't think I've ever seen anyone dislike Rey Mysterio. Well, now you have. So, ugh, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> I, I, do you know what? I'm not going to agree or disagree with either of you. I am very apathetic towards Rey Mysterio. I think... I don't not like him. I'm just not a fan. I don't, I don't massively care about him. I think you've just got to... Like, I suppose you've just got to, res- you've got to respect him and and you think, like... Nope. If, if you didn't... <laughs> if you weren't a fan who watches every week and or you didn't know Rey Mysterio, you wouldn't know that he's, like, 20 years older than all these guys. No, but he does wear a mask, so that helps. It's insane. But, yeah, he is in insane condition. He's in better condition now than he was He's got the worst finish out of everyone I've ever seen. Move set. Finisher. No, the finisher. Oh right, first finisher. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big fan of the finisher. To be fair, I was a big fan of his slide through the bottom rope and splash on the floor. Though I thought that was amazing. Never seen that before. He's done it all the time. I no, don't recall it. Yeah, that looked great. Um, so yeah, we had a Ray versus Shinsuke for a World Cup qualifier match as well. So that was the second one of the night. Ray picked up the win, which I think we all expected. Um, bit of a shame for the US champion to be losing clean on SmackDown, but whatever. Um, so he filled up the last spot for the World Cup and officially made it an entirely American affair, which is... Unless you class it as Mexico. But he was born in San Diego. I don't know if he was born in San Diego. But he, he went he, to school in Mexico. I believe he was born in San no, Diego. No, he went to... Sc- no, yeah, it was, San, it was the other way. It was San Diego and he went to school in Mexico. Yeah. And he kept having to cross. I thought it was the other way around. Was it that? No, I have no idea. <laughs> definitely born in San Diego. Yeah, he grew up in Mexico. Went to school in San Diego. I'm sure you, should, you must have been born in Mexico. No, I think he was born in San Diego. I'm fucking Googling it. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Um, he is a shit. <laughs> what else, uh, Basically. Edge. Edge returned. Edge. Always good to see. Oh, I love Edge. I love this. Edge has always been one of my favourites. And especially in promos. And he's the kind of guy where you can tell they just go, like... Go and say what you want. Say, like, as long as you get this across, you can say it and deliver it how you want. And that's the kind of position that I suppose everyone would want to be in. And he's just so good. Like, he's, he's the same kind of... 
same as um, like Samoa Joe. Like he knows when to ramp it up and get intense and get a bit crazy. But he, yeah, he's just oh, so, and he married Vicky Guerrero <laughs> and then divorced Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> I just love it. He's always been one of my favourites, and I'm I'm very annoyed at Becky Lynch for being a twat. <laughs> no, well, no, I think that's what they want, don't they? Also, he was Becky born in Lynch California. Is, was amazing. Well, she went a bit harsh. She was a bit harsh. No, it wasn't harsh. It was funny as fuck. Because <laughs> I, I I was thinking the other week that after the Charlotte feud is done. Where do they go with Becky Lynch? Because she's been saying on podcasts and stuff, like I've been listening to on Lillian Garcia's podcast, and that like she is the heel. She's saying that she is a heel. Mm. Um, so Even where where what, want to accept that? Where did they go with her as a heel after the Charlotte feud? Yeah, because right, it at the moment it's only seemed like she's a heel for Charlotte. Yeah, but no, she can go so much further with this. But there aren't many people on SmackDown in a women's division for her to sort of interact with. Who's going to feud with, like, Naomi? Potentially. Asuka. Asuka would be a good one. That would be a match you've never seen. Have we not? No. That would definitely be a good match. Um, Do you know what I I see the Becky Lynch character as? It's almost quite, like, in a very strange way, it's almost Miz like very arrogant, very cocky now, and she refers to herself as the champ. Uh, I like, love myself. <laughs> yes, that's a good impression. Um, Get out of the champ's ring. But like, and that could have ended it right there. Didn't need to go for the neck. That's low hanging fruit, and I'm very offended. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the attitude. Um, I'm watching Nick on the way out. Oh god. Who who is just saying Nick exiting the ring? <laughs> oh, there's your Enzo getting completely cost, concussed. <laughs> Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so this is a like bit. This is a bit of a pipe dream, but I think Pe- Becky Lynch as a heel character. I was called a pecking. <laughs> Becky Lynch as a heel character would really f- flourish in a rivalry, rivalry <laughs> with Paige as GM. Yeah, so because. We've already seen that she can insult people with neck injuries for a start. Um, but if Paige was to ever, ever be cleared, they, we would be we would go through the whole Daniel Bryan Miz thing again, where Becky would just be goading her the whole time about not being able to wrestle, and you're so jealous. I'm not. I'm not. You can't be the champ, and I am sort of thing. I was the star of PCB. I've beaten Charlotte. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah, I just think Paige versus Becky Lynch in an actual rivalry based on Paige not being able to wrestle would be great. Paige I... trying to get the title off of her. As GM, because that's the only way she can do it now, sort of thing. I want to see one day we can see Paige wrestler again. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think she does either. No, I don't think she does. Either. Um, but you never know. We thought out about Tanya Bryan. I want to see <coughs> Becky Lynch and the Bar as a team. As a team, as a unit. yeah. Well, they might have themselves yeah. a new member. Yeah, well, that's the thing. They've replaced her with the Big Show. <laughs> yeah. but, but have have her. Have them as a unit, and maybe you could even have Becky as the kind of leader and mouthpiece. You know what a good, good rivalry would be? The Bar and Becky Lynch versus you, says Naomi. Yeah. That would make sense. That would make hella yeah, sense. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> um, yeah, we haven't seen too much of the Bar and the New Day. We've seen a lot of the Bar and the New Day. 
so yeah that one would make perfect sense and yeah why not yeah fuck it fuck it book it Vince um but yeah all of a sudden the big show's there so the big show so okay big talking point from Smackdown we've got new Smackdown tag team champions the bigger point is the big show he turned heel oh my god what a surprise the big show has turned heel for the 1000th time on the 1000th episode (laughs) this could this could be just we never see him again Nah, the big show is one of them people who comes back and then you start where did he go yeah he'll come back as a face in about three months time he'll be smiling and like posing with kids with cancer yeah but um I, I, I was kind of annoyed because we got robbed of a cool stat because last week big show was the only person to have competed on the first episode of Smackdown and the 999th yeah so they could have just have, put him on a quick little throwaway match yeah I suppose not if they're going to do this heel turn thing, but then he could have been the only person to compete on the first and the, the last, not last, but latest. Yeah. Um, it doesn't actually bother me that much. It doesn't bother you that much, does and it? And also because Shane appeared on the, the show, I don't know if Stephanie was on the first one, but because Shane appeared on the show, he also was the on the first episode. Yeah, I'm just trying to think whether she would have done or not. She would have been with Triple H. Uh, actually, no, she wasn't with Triple H. Because she won the... Women's title, didn't she? she did, yeah. yeah, but she didn't pair with Triple H till late ninety nine. Was it uh, Armageddon? Late ninety nine or was it late ninety eight? She got married like around the summertime, but they didn't actually like because remember she was like against her will, and then she turned on her dad at Armageddon when he. Was oh, what Triple a great match that was! Yeah, that was like December, yeah. so maybe Armageddon she wouldn't have been December. on the first episode. Maybe not. No, um, but yeah, I think. The big show thing was a bit strange. I, I mean, I'm I'm interested in why they've done it. I just don't really understand like what possible reason could there be for him choke slamming Kofi Kingston through a table? Because I suppose like Corey was saying that New Day always have the numbers advantage and Big Show is making it even, but mm. even still, why? Yeah. <laughs> what what effect does that ever have? And why him? And why does no and one ever why? just ban the third member? And why is he helping Seamus and Cesaro? Like, I don't really get it. Um, but yeah, so that happened. But we do have new tag team champions. New Day's fifth reign is over. Bar's fifth, fifth reign, reign begins. Mm-hmm. Um, Corey, Corey Gray seemed to forget the point that he was constantly making in Australia, where he couldn't stop saying how the Bar were the ones who ended the New Day's record-breaking streak. And now this week he was like, New Day, you know, sometimes they've just got your number. You can't beat them. Yeah. Like, make up your mind. <laughs> it's one or the other. Um, also, why did they get another shot? Because... Uh, all of the GMs and Teddy Long thought it was a good idea. What's the fucking reasoning? <laughs> I don't know. There's not much else for them to defend against at the minute. Um, I mean, there's sanity. <laughs> That's about it. Um, doesn't have a good rivalry for Becky Lynch in the bar. Sanity, sanity and Nikki Cross. Well, you know what is weird? Uh, we're watching NXT this week, and the one entity who's flourishing between this sanity getting called up to the main roster thing is Nikki Cross. Yeah. Having stayed back in NXT, having Nikki Cross on her own and having her included in this, who done it with Alistair Black, for me is a masterstroke. Bit of bit of bad wording there. What did I say? I Nikki Cross, who done it with oh, Alistair Black. I thought I made a mistake. Um, yeah, and it's been really entertaining. I don't know if uh, has anyone seen bits from SmackDown this week uh, from NXT this week. Um, I've watched the Tomato Champa bit. Yeah, so her being both the Champa and Velveteen Dream just being like, Dream. I know what you, 
I know what you've done. The crowd were really good in this. Yeah. They were going like, Nikki's got a secret. Or just things like, she she smacked the, the microphone or the title out of his hands or something. Everyone was like, triple fresh. Yeah. And she was like, proper going for it. Um, she did, uh, she said the same to Cash's owner as well, didn't she? Yeah. yeah. She's presented it to everyone. She's supposedly the one who knows what happens. <laughs> so everybody did it then. <laughs> I wonder. Her, her accent makes it even more creepy and funny but, though. She's like, I know what you're dead <laughs> but there's things like uh, Velveteen Dream was, was spotted looking really upset after it happened so maybe what she knows is that maybe she saw him trying to help Alistair Black and got all upset about it yeah. or or um, maybe what she knows is that like she's just been digging up random Wikipedia facts on everyone <laughs> and be like I know that you once failed on Tough Enough and <laughs> you were in OVW and just random shit like that and actually doesn't know anything about the situation yeah Maybe, maybe, yeah. I don't know. Interesting just, to see where they go. With I that. would love to see how they're going to reveal it. Whether it's someone new, that'd be cool. God knows who. Like, if the young bucks and that ever signed, was it them? But that'll be literally four, three or four months down the line. Yeah, I don't think you could explain that one well very well because they would have been in New Japan at by at that time. They're only in Japan for a short amount of time. Mm, that's true. Um, in in a go, in one go. Anyway. Back to SmackDown rather than NXT. So the Undertaker's pro there was an Undertaker pro at the very very end after the Rey Mysterio she's getting a more match. The entrance lasted as long as it normally does, but he literally said a maximum of ten words. At Crown Jewel for Degeneration X, I've got three words for you. Rest in peace. Suck it. That was it. Yeah. Hard. And suck it hard. <laughs> Um, (laughs) suck it hard (laughs) so yeah that was it was that crowd draw obviously as we mentioned got booed the fuck out of so that's a sign what people think about it WWE Um, anybody looking forward to this match no I mean I'm I'm intrigued for the Shawn Michaels it's going to be an absolute cluster that's the only thing that's keeping me going. Mm. That's the only thing stopping me from ending it all. <laughs> um, Cancelling your subscription. So, but yeah, that's that's about it. I'm intrigued, yeah. but I'm not excited. Okay. How do what do we think of SmackDown One Thousand? I think it was missing a bit of star power. I think so. Like we had a video re- re- uh, video recorded message from John Cena, and a tweet a Twitter. <laughs> Tweet from from the Rock. Just like middle age. Um, no, it, it wasn't like it was just bigging himself up that he come up with SmackDown. <laughs> what he did, to be fair. So I don't give a shit. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't. Uh, I knew you'd find a way to shit on the Rock's creation of something that's gone for a thousand episodes. Um, but yeah, what did we make of it in, on the whole? Should it, been... it was less of a nostalgia trip than Raw twenty five. Yeah. Which I feel like was a bit too much of a nostalgia trip. Um, should it have been three hours long? I mean, because it did like everything felt rushed, apart from maybe the Edge Becky Lynch segment. Although it did end a segment which did end a bit abruptly, but even things like oh the the GMs backstage, like there was no interaction or anything. They all just went in and started shouting at each other. Yeah, (laughs) there wasn't any Paige didn't say anything. Tag team match. Yeah. I think that should have happened. I was a bit annoyed by that. 
Just him coming out and trying to make a match and then Paige coming out and being like, you, you're not the GM anymore, <laughs> yeah. And then them agreeing that there should be a tag team match sort of thing. That would be fun. Teddy, go home. And go home, Teddy. Did you know? Um, no. I'm, I'm pretty pretty sure of this, but I'm just going to quickly Google it to make sure. Um, Teddy Long is 70 years old, I think. Is he? 71. He's just turned 71 in September. The man no looks way. about 50, maximum. He looks amazing. He does look good for his age, then. I didn't, you know, well, you know what I say about the lack of cracking? <laughs> I was just going to say, the <laughs> lack of cracking. He is. Teddy Long is crack-a-lack. Crack-a-lacking. What do you say, Matt? I think it was all in our heads, and none of us were going to say it. <laughs> yeah, well, we kind of went there. Um... I mean, I enjoyed SmackDown 1000 for what it was. Um, we got new champions, so that's some that's fairly big, big news. I just felt like they could have been a bit more. And as you say, probably the fact that it was two hours, things did feel rushed. They kind of restricted themselves, I think, of what they could and couldn't do. Um, so, you know, fair play for getting, you know, for a thousand episodes of something is no small matter. Um, so, yeah, fair play, WWE. Second longest running episodic weekly show in television history. Apparently so. Well, if you listen to Dave Meltzer, that's not actually true, but um, a lot of stuff Dave Meltzer says, I'm, I'm never really sure if that's right or wrong, so um, whatevs. Right. Is that a wrap? I think that is a wrap. I'm conscious of you having to go now, Matt, don't you? Yeah, but I can still, I can still do the end, then. Okay. I'm, I'm well, for the end. we'll let you go first, then. So... Um, thank you for listening to PWP, the People's Wrestling Podcast, this week. This is in what is our, what, 48th episode? 49? I think so. I think it's 48. 48. Um, not more than that. And we couldn't be more glad for you to have joined us. What we could do with is a bit more interaction on Twitter. I know you guys have done wonders this 47. week. 47, we're on. I know you guys have done wonders this week with our latest, well, one of our latest tweets. Thank you, Aiden. Thank you, Rhonda. Um, so yeah keep doing that please it's fun but if you want to find us on Twitter you can find us at the underscore PWP on Instagram at the underscore PWP and Matt where can I find you on Twitter for more of your positive opinions on all things WWE take it what 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 on all of where can I find all of your positive opinions on everything WWE at the Bear and Bumby yes they can positivity is key Aiden, where can I find you? You and your views. I mean, you can follow me at, at Aiden Bunker, but I almost exclusively express my, express my wrestling views via our Twitter account at the underscore PWP. This is true. You so, do. just give us a follow there. Give us twice the amount of follows as you would to my normal account. <laughs> give us two. Follow Create us. Create an extra an account and just follow us. Yes. Uh, and you can find me at AliBunker88 on Twitter, where I don't really do much. So... Probably. No, you don't. It's up to you if you want to follow me or not. Um, <laughs> I agree with your last leg tweet about Chris Dowd. You what, sorry? I agreed with your <laughs> last leg tweet about Chris O'Dowd. He was absolutely twatted. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> um, right. That's our wrap then, I think. So thank you very much for listening. And oh, don't cough over my outro. That's literally my only catchphrase. The, the mics. We will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>